Welcome to the third episode of the Benogan Bulls Trigger Club podcast, The Bulls Roll. I'm Mitch Stringer and I'm going to be joined on hosting duties once again by none other than club president, Mr. Jake Savage. How are you today, Jake? Yeah, I'm good, Mitch. Thanks for having me again. Each episode, joined by a special guest from the club. Last episode, we had a chat with our second 11 captain, Greg Davin. Today, who are we joined by, Mitch? A fellow who's in his second season now at the Benogan Bulls. He's come over from Madrubar most recent. So far, played 17 games for the Bulls and made 34 runs whilst taking six wickets with an average of 34. It's Robbie Reynolds. How are you today, Robbie? I'm good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. So, Robbie, you come over from Mudgee at the start of last season. What was the reason for the move over? Oh, look, there was um, probably a couple of things that made me decide to come to uh, the Bulls. Firstly, um, the fees at the Bulls were a lot nicer looking than what they were at Mudgerabar. So, I think that was a big factor for um, a few of the guys who came over. I probably had my own little reasons. Um, playing in the teams I was at Mudgee, I, I wasn't too happy. Just sort of playing under lower grade captains that didn't really care about their players and so forth so just made me want to have a bit of a change so what have you found has been the biggest difference between the two clubs Madrubar was a pretty large club something I wasn't very used to um, I've only ever played in sort of small clubs all around the country really but the thing I enjoy about Benogan more is um, it's it's just smaller look it's more family orientated but for me it's more friend orientated which is what I enjoy a lot more I've certainly made a lot more friends here that's that's something that's been really good that's always a big selling factor I find so what what's your cricket story previously was Mudgy your first club or have you, you played for a number of clubs prior have you yeah look um I was sort of one of those that played a little bit of cricket as a as a kid and drifted away from it as much as I still love the game I just wasn't really playing it was more so when I went to some of these isolated locations to live like Ayers Rock and even some of the islands up in the Whit Sundays and found little cricket clubs there and decided to join just for the social aspect and you know to, to get out and have a run and stuff and that's what sort of led me to joining Madhurubar on returning to the Gold Coast um, which was probably about four or five years ago now. That the, the factor with that too was to probably play a little bit of cricket with my dad who's pretty entrenched at Madhurubar so a couple of years playing with him was good and now I'm probably happy to sort of get away and do my own thing. This year you're in uh, sixth grade with Cam. You've, had, you've dropped down from fifth grade. Do you have any goals for you, yourself personally this year and for the side you're playing in? I oh, look, for, for the side, a premiership would be great. But, you know, I think the first thing that comes with your team cricket is just getting out and having a good time and all enjoying each other's company. Um, for myself, just, just improvement, mate. Improvement with my bowling. I'd probably try to, would like to settle down on getting zeros uh, with the bat. You know, maybe put a few more runs on. You, you heard me stats at the start, and they're not they're nothing great. Um, so you know, just improvement overall, mate. I thought you were starting to come really strong towards the end of the LMS season this year. Um, what was your economy? I think it was about four and a half or five for the for the season, which in LMS. 2020 cricket where they're trying to smash every ball that's that's a really respectable number that you had there yeah look I was pretty happy with that Mitch um it certainly was something that made me feel a bit better after the last few years of bowling um look I think that orange ball in the LMS was probably an advantage to me maybe for for some reason I can't exactly put a finger on it why but the orange rock yeah look you know harder for the for the batsman to hit but yeah look 
I know um, a couple of games they probably got a few runs away on me, but um, I was quite happy. I was the way I was bowling by the end of the, that comp. That was good. Just actually got a third party contribution just come through in my messenger from um, Mr. David Field. He's pulled out a little stat that I didn't didn't actually realise this was a thing until right now. That you and him both scored your highest scores in the same innings. And on that same day, I also made 50 against you playing for Surface Paradise when you were playing for Mugrubah. It's absolutely correct, Mitch. I I did not remember that. uh, So what was Fieldy's highest score first? I'm pretty sure I can remember it. It was it was it was about 178. Okay, so you must have got close then. No, Robbie? not 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 really, mate. Um, look, opened the batting with uh, Manus and he got a duck. I managed to go on and put a uh, probably a 70 odd partnership on with Jared Eltis. I think he made a 60. Uh, but yeah, I was bowled out in the first over after drinks for 33. So yeah, 33 is currently Robbie's highest score. But yeah. Hopefully crack a 50 this year, mate. Look, to put it simply, I'd like to get a 50 before I turn 50 myself. So, you know, I've got a year or two under the belt to try and get it in there. So we'll see how we go. Can always dream. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's right. All right, let's get into some questions now, Robbie. We're going to knuckle down some difficult questions. Let's see if you can come up with the answers. So firstly, if you were going to be stuck on a deserted island, who would be the player from Benogan that you would want to be stuck there with? And who would be the player that you just wouldn't want to be stuck on the island with. Oh, geez. Okay. So from Benogan, not necessarily from my team. Look, it's, geez, that's a tough one, eh? I wouldn't want to be stuck there with any of yous, really. Like, to be that simple. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, and no doubt. But, you know, look, let I'll go with guys I played with last year. Let's say, you know, if I'm going to be stuck there, I'll be stuck there with, say, Dean Brandon, just because I think the two of us will get along well enough and we'll both eventually figure out some way to make some sort of thing that we can drink and whittle the time away um in the ways of not wanting let's go with we'll go with young jack seen his dad's not here uh just too many questions just too many constant questions especially while i'm trying to score but i, I know i wouldn't be using the scorebook over on a deserted island but so yeah we'll go with those so robbie um who's the best player you have played with and against in your career okay well look played with um i'm gonna pull out a name just one of my mates out of there's rock benny lewis he was um he was just a class above everyone that we played with out there um from what i understand he was a, an a-grade cricketer in when he was about 17 years old in victoria i'd have to give me best mate benny or one of my better mates benny um the uh, the call there playing against um i've been lucky enough to play in a few charity type games and so forth so i'll have to come out with someone that's actually coached the australian team and say darren lehman he didn't do too much that day you got a story about that charity game oh yeah look um we were playing out there's rock um we got wind that they were sort of passing through so we got them out there for the day ended up playing a 30 30 over game each way it was pretty entertaining actually one of the best sledges i've ever heard the the Redbacks open, South Australian Redbacks. So they've opened. And um, the guy we had opening the bowling, Cameron Tannock, could bowl. And he sort of put the first one up around this guy's nose. And the bloke sort of shook his head and had a look around. And, you know, I thought this was a charity game, guys, you know. And um, the wicketkeeper, who was the captain and president of the club, Sean Murphy, has pulled out the, come on, guys, if these blokes were any good, they'd be playing for Australia. And, uh, yeah, the look we got from that fella... I can't remember who it was. It might have been Graham Manu. Um, and he just sort of went, yeah, okay. And Tannix tried to put the next one up around his nose again, and it went over the fence. I think they put about 260 on us off like 30 overs. That's not bad. And I think we made 160 
Um, so those first couple of short balls probably weren't the right idea. Nah, not really. You know, it um it, it enticed him a bit, I think. But look, I had um probably might ruin one of your questions here, but I had one of my better moments that I enjoyed in cricket that day and got got one wicket. I think I bowled about three overs, and um I was pretty happy to get Ryan Harris out. So you know, look, he belted it, but he got caught at mid on. So yep. I'll take the wicket yeah, take any that, day. Take that every day. Yeah. And what would you say would be your favourite Bulls moment so far since coming across last year? Favourite Bulls moment? I, I really enjoyed watching a couple of our guys smash tons last year. But what I'll go with is a, a moment for me. I really enjoyed getting my first kick for the Benogan Club last year. There was quite a few people there and it was just nice to sort of be recognised and acknowledged by people and welcome to the club. So I'm going to go with that, you know. Hopefully next time I sit down with you guys, I can talk about some actual something I've done on the field. You took my next question, which is uh, your favourite overall cricket memory. Um, is there anything else of is a bit noteworthy rather than the Ryan Harris wicket? Look, a few things from Ayers Rock stand out to me because um, I, I spent quite a few years playing out there and enjoying it. And I I was lucky enough to, to give you an idea. We have sort of one big game out there a year and it's Australia Day game. Generally, Young Guns versus Masters. Uh, the Masters is sort of 30 and over out there rather than 40 and over. But um, I captained the side to a, a victory one year, so I was pretty happy with that. That was probably one of my better achievements on the field, yeah. Who would you say, Robbie, is your favourite cricketer from current player and past player? Look, I've, I always loved Alan Border, but um, I think as time went on, Ricky Ponting probably replaced him. Just what Ricky did with the bat, but I loved watching him in the field when he was young too. And these days, geez, look, like most, and I, I would hope, I, I like Steve Smith, but I, I'm going to say probably Marnus is the one that entertains me a bit more these days. I, I like his energy and the way he bounces around the field a bit and that. So two votes for Marnus. Greg two. Davin chose yeah. Marnus as well, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Marnus so, fans. We, we might have to do a tally at the end of the year and see which current player has the most votes. Yeah, well, Lavashay will certainly be up there, won't he? We'll see if he's available to come on and get his award. <laughs> so, um, not many people would know this, but you're a bit of a movie fan, sci-fi in oh, yeah. particular, and yeah, you know, yeah. a bit of medieval stuff. So, yeah. who would play you in a Hollywood movie? I don't know if he's done any fantasy or sci-fi stuff, but I've always got one for that. It's Jim Carrey. For sure, like you know, he's got to con him into shaving his head, but you know that's what yeah. I'd be going with. I would see Jim playing uh, Robbie Reynolds in a movie. Could yeah. you, Mitch? Could be a different type of Robbie Reynolds <laughs> yeah. if he was a, a little bit funnier, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good on you. Yeah. Um, speaking of funny people, yeah, who is the funniest person at the club? Oh well, I was going to pull out the. I love the you know. Smashies bales to New South Wales, but you know, I don't know if I can give it to you, Stringer. Who is the funniest bloke at the club? What about when I pulled that out when we were in Malumba? Yeah, we, yeah, oh, hang on see, that's why you don't get it, mate. You know, like, I don't know. Funniest bloke at the club. You know what? After the conversation I had on Saturday night, let's go with Yudif. <laughs> Probably the only bloke who can understand him. But, yeah. uh, I was having a chat with him and he actually said that he's going to be available to come and have a chat on the podcast. Oh, Yudif on the podcast. Very good. That's good. Yeah. Also, Robbie, not only movies, but I know you're into your music. So um, what song would you like to walk out to bat to? Jeez, what would I like to walk out to bat to? Probably. Don't make it too well, long because you might be back in time before it's finished. Yeah, so. that's right. Well, look, <laughs> yeah. the, the song that would probably come on and be, you, you'd know this, Jake, it'd be yeah. Duck Pond by Mill and Collins. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't have heard of that. I can't believe I've actually got a blank on my favourite Led Zeppelin song. Um, 
let's just go with any Led Zeppelin song. But yeah, I'd probably get Duck Pond. <laughs> Do you have any cricket superstitions at all, Robbie? Not really. I think I might have them come and go, but then like I sort of. So there's not nothing you do exactly the no, same in every I, game. No, definitely not. Um, when do you normally pad up? Oh, look, actually, you are right. There is a superstition in it, but that's actually not mine. That's Dean Brandon's. Yeah, they seem to think if I put the pads on while I'm scoring, that we just will make a massive amount of runs, and I won't have to bat. But look. I, it actually got really uncomfortable, so I'm not doing it this year. <laughs> Being comfortable is more yeah, important scoring, than the team's mate. success. Well, I'm scoring for sure. Do you have any other questions over there, Jay? Uh, not, not really. So, um, I guess you know, we'll hand it over to you, Robbie. Is there anything that you want to add before we let you go? Oh, look, um, really looking forward to the year. Hopefully, um, st- straight up. Hopefully, we're going to get a season and not have any, you know, problems with the current stuff going on in society but apart from that yeah look as i said i'm looking forward to going back to sixth grade i think it will help uh, myself improve especially batting and bowling um I, I think i've always sort of gone the same way in the field um but with the team that i'm playing in losing some of the um bigger name players i think it's going to benefit the whole team going back to sixth grade so really looking forward to that um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun and I think we're going to be really competitive. I can say I think that probably goes overall for the whole club. I reckon you guys in the first 11 have got a real good chance and looking forward to watching you play when can. And, you know, the the, the fourths and fifths are um, looking like pretty solid teams and, you know, the club's coming together really good, I think. Guys getting along really well. You know, I've made some friends, picked up some work here and there and, you know, so it's a really, really enjoyable time to be playing cricket at a new club for me and I'm pretty much convinced that this will probably be the club for me for the rest of my life. That's yeah, good to hear. Thanks for coming on in today, Robbie, and thanks for popping in on the co-hosting duties once again, Jake. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, guys. Uh, it was a pleasure to be here.